called? I don't even know what it's called. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Actually, that's what it's called. Don't be sorry. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. That's and you were gonna, you were saying sorry. I right was there. saying sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what it's called. Well, I'm not I, sorry. I say, oh shit! I didn't get, I'm gonna get this watch, but I always say. Sorry. No, no. I always say, don't be sorry to people. Oh, because everyone says they're sorry. Because you're Canadian. Constantly, people bump into me and shit. Yeah, man. Canadians say I'm sorry too much. I was in, I was in Vegas, and we went to like this outlet, doing some shopping and shit, and I bumped into this uh, bigger black woman, and I was like, uh, I'm sorry, and she looked at me confused, and she's like, The fuck you sorry about? You ain't sorry. What you got to be sorry about? And she walked away from me. I was like, listen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not sorry? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just different, man. Especially in New York. Everyone's bumping in everybody. That's yeah, weird. nobody's sorry. That's a big... Uh, a big-ass cup, bro. No, no one in New York is, is... They're like, yeah, what of it? Yeah, exactly. Fight me right now. Yeah. It's New York. Exactly. Probably Unless I kill you, I'm not sorry. I'll probably make money. yeah, yeah. Hit me. Please hit me so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, the, my cousin's a lawyer. The lawsuit that I'm going to have from this is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, fuck. What's going on, man? Holy shit. We're in outer... Astro Pink? We, uh... Yeah. We got sponsored by, uh... The universe. Yeah, buddy. My brother and I will play tennis, and he's like, Oh, once... If you smoke weed before... You could see the future. In tennis? You could just see the future. You're just smoking weed? Everything slows down. A little bit. He, yeah, he bro. hit a he hit a forehand at me and I fucking caught it. Just like you're Fuck like, yeah, yeah man, yeah, I don't man. care. I smoke weed before I do everything. The weed is really just like sometimes I have weed um not anxiety, but I think about my consum do you think about your consumption of, of weed? weed? Yeah. No, not at all. Never. Because I I literally, I used to consume so many things. Now I only consume weed. Yeah. You know? I used to smoke cigarettes. Then I used to vaporize. Now I just smoke weed. I don't do anything else, you know? so That's all I do. I'm fine. I feel I feel healthier than ever. Do you put weed in, uh, like I eat ice cream. I put weed in there. I, I, I mean, I'm not a big edible guy, you know? I mean, I'll eat the edible once in a while. When, especially if I'm, like, out of country and I can't smoke weed. Yeah. Uh... But I prefer to roll up something and smoke it. No, I'm saying like just delicious ice cream with chocolates in it. I what put, do you mean? I put weed in that same category. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, weed. I eat some sugar sometimes. Yeah, well, no. Well, now, I used to be like fat like we were talking about earlier. So How much did you weigh? At my peak, I was like almost 300 pounds. Yeah. But that was like when I was like 19 years old, 18 years old. Then I lost a little bit of weight. Then I was like 230. Now I'm like, you know, 215. 215? On a good day, 220. Yeah. On, on a bad day, you know? The most I've ever weighed is 185. That's it. Dude, I wish. 185, I'd be like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. More, You'd be bigger. <laughs> Way bigger. Yeah. yeah Fuck. Yeah. Well, cause I, I can't even imagine. I think Brad Pitt is... Uh, oh, you, wouldn't, you would not be enjoying... 185. Life, I think. At You'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'd be steamed broccoli. And no, fuck yeah. that, dude. You gotta eat. You can enjoy it. Yeah, man. As long as you do a little bit of physical activity every day, you can you can still eat good. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like what I try to do, I mean, I, tempt to, I love 
I love sweets. Yeah, sweets. So like, I'll. But you prefer sweet over savory? Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'll mix it up. A little sweet and savory. Like if you sneak savory (laughs) into the sweet, in behind some sweetness (laughs) for me. Some chocolate covered bacon. Fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what is this? Chocolate. Also bacon. By the time you've said bacon, I've already. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So I'll hit like a 90, 10. I'll go, you know, greens like crazy, some good stuff. And then, hey, chocolate. What's going on? Chocolate. It's like a crazy. Dark chocolate or like any chocolate, dude. You know, white chocolate's not even real chocolate. I don't fuck with white chocolate now that you mention it, but I didn't even know that. No, it's not even chocolate. What is it? Some next. Some other thing. It's plastic. Not, yeah, it's some. I don't know. It's how I dare to, Hershey. I used to work in a. I used to work for this uh, edible company. I used to like do their deliveries and shit. And like, in the warehouse, there's a bunch of girls who worked in the kitchen who made the gummies and shit, gummies and edibles and all that stuff. And uh, I would hang out before I would go on my runs and stuff and. I would see them make the stuff, and then that's where I learned that chocolate, white chocolate's not real chocolate. It's something else, some next byproduct of something. And I don't eat gummies anymore because the thing that they use to make the gummies, the plume or whatever, yeah, dude, it's disgusting. It's what is it? Na- I don't know what it is. It's like pig gelatin or whatever it is. I don't know. It's disgusting, dude. It smells like You ever see asshole. those videos of like a lady in China, and she'll, she, she has like a thing of water, and she... She like puts this like green liquid over it and then it becomes solid and then she makes it look like lettuce and then they cut into it and it legitimately looks like lettuce. Really? Yeah. Like, no, I haven't seen that. It's so fucked, man. But you like Asians are on some next you, Yeah, next you can tip, make nothing can nothing has so to be real. Deep fried lettuce? I don't even think it's it's not even or like a chia pet. No, like I'm saying like it looks like juice. What do they pour it on? Right here, baby. So she's just she's just whipping up some That's like boiled something. Boiled what like whatever, you know? And and uh she's gonna put it into this like water bath? Basically. So for those of us just listening everyone basically because I'm not gonna show this. Just look up fake China lettuce. <laughs> and basically, it's a woman with a vat of water and three pots boiling, one of green liquid, yellow, and white. And she just pours them into this other container filled of water. And it makes like a goo. Okay. Oh, fuck. And now she's going to form. See how it makes like a thing? What is that? I know. That's like all the layers of the. She just put she's the put into a ball. She yeah. She put the white one, um, and the green one together, so it looks like lettuce. And now she forms she it because form- it's like friggin' plastic. And there That's you go. A head of lettuce. You got a head of iceberg right there, baby. What the fuck? That's you know play doh. I mean? That's that's she not real. Cut it open. That's not even real. I think she wow. does cut it open, actually. People eat it? Can you eat it? Oh, my God. She's cutting it open. I mean, I feel like people are eating it. Fake wax sausage. Oh, let's see someone eat that. That looks exactly like lettuce. Like, uh, I'm, Maybe it's just like a... Project? Yeah. Like maybe it's little street, 
street art. What the fuck? It's enough to get me scared. Some coronavirus and that shit, dude. That's just insanity. God damn. That's the type of stuff you're just hoping that doesn't exist. My bad, dude. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> fuck. Nothing okay. to hurt nothing, over there. Nothing got wet. No, nothing. Just a little bit of water. Good. My bad. That's all it takes. <laughs> Honestly, there's, I don't even think there's anything to break. One time I put some water over here when Cam Cam was here, Cam Phoenix. He's like, Whoa. <laughs> That's a good Cam Phoenix expression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love his reactions to shit. That's funny. He makes me laugh. Stand-up's fun for that. Yeah, man. You meet cool people. That's yeah. what, like, people don't enjoy it. Like, comedians don't enjoy the early parts of comedy enough. Where, like, when you first start doing comedy, you're at these open mics. And you're at these, not even open, you're at these book shows. But it's you and all your friends. You're hanging out with all your friends. So yeah. when there's a comic on stage, you and your friends are all outside having a good time. But as you get better in comedy and you get more gigs, you start going on gigs with just you alone or just you and a random comic you don't know and shit starts to get like it's not as fun as it was yeah you get to do an hour of stand-up and it's fun but after that the rest of the time waiting around to yeah. drive up all that you're either alone or with a random person and you're like fuck i miss going out every night and just fucking around with my friends you know yeah. what i mean like you gotta you gotta enjoy it it's like being a kid you gotta enjoy it you know before you grow up and then it's not fun anymore yeah, one time I saw a post that made me think about that with uh, Rita said that like him and he named a bunch of people used to just like play video games after shows and shit. Yeah, just fucking hang out. Hang out. And you're like, yeah, man, Fuck that's yeah. the shit. You got to hang out. Yeah, man. I miss it sometimes, you know, but also like I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Well, the level <laughs> that you have to be at for that to be what you're doing. But that would be cool as fuck. Like, Kevin Hart probably only hangs out with his buddies. Well, exactly, right? Exactly. You get it's to like, a point where you're like, you're if you're only booking enough. me, you can bring all your friends with me. Yeah. With you, whatever, you know? And they're, it's big money. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's getting paid, right? That would be ideal. Everybody's just got watches and shit. Yeah, buddy. It would just be fun as fuck to have, like, all your friends in a plate, like, together. and Because like, the show is really only... An hour and a bit. What show? Whatever the show is, usually. Like, if you're doing a show, yeah, it's really only, like, max two hours. Max two hours, yeah. Like, you have a whole day. Yeah, but sometimes those, it turns into, like, an eight-hour shift. Like, driving two hours to a gig. Yeah. Spending two and a half hours there, three hours there, because you get there an hour before the show starts. You hang out half an hour after the show, two-hour drive back. You just, and you got paid 150 bucks. Yeah. For literally like seven hours. What the fuck? You know? Yeah, man. And there's so many other factors like the wear and tear on your car and yeah. shit. Yeah. What the fuck? And you had to sit with some ass. That's yeah. why people um, seek out people they like. Exactly. Right? That's the thing about comedy. It's like you don't have to. Talent will get you far, but you can be the best comic. But if you're a shit hang, no one's going to want to hang out with you. You're not getting any gigs. People would rather take someone on the road with them who is cool to hang out with and fun to hang out with. Who will drink with them and smoke weed with them and just have a good time with them rather than someone who will crush shows. Yeah. You know, because that person is more fun. They're just like an alien. Exactly. They just go out there, smash, go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want to have a fucking time. You want to have someone who's fun. Well, because the real, th the real thing, I was thinking about this today at work. It's like, you really only get to live once. I don't think we realize that enough or think about it enough. And when I say we, I know that's a terrible overstretched generalization, but I believe it to an extent. And I think that 
you really like gonna look back and go, yeah, I just did a bunch of these like uh, shows and hung out with these people and uh, sometimes I fucked a couple chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you wanna look back and have a good time, yeah. right? I look back at my high school days and like I had a girlfriend all through high school and straight up regret it. <laughs> Yeah, man. I missed out. <laughs> I missed out on so many parties and shit. Yeah, you know? just chilling with her. I just yeah, and I like just having a good time. I could have had such a good time. Yeah. Not that I didn't have a good time, that it sucked or whatever. It's but different. It's different. Yeah. It's high school. This is the time to fucking fuck around, have a good time. And I missed out because I was fucking didn't want to go out to upset my girlfriend or whatever, like a little bitch. Yeah, you know? I mean, now looking back, when I uh, when your uncles are like. Dude, don't have a girlfriend. You're like, you don't know. They know. Yeah, they, they know, know, man. So They're telling you. Why would they be telling? They're your uncles. They're not trying to fuck you over. Yeah. Right? They want to give you good advice, man. But God damn it. You're so right. Whatever. I see these young dudes, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to be like misogynistic. It might sound like this, but I just mean I relate to young men more than I relate to young women. So when I see these young dudes, and they're like 22. This guy at my job, he's like, oh, there's this chick, and I really want to date her, and she's like, kind of not into it, and she just wants to fuck, and I'm like, dude, dude, you're in. That's the best. It. Yeah, man. It's only gonna last two or three times you fuck her, then she's gonna want feelings. Yeah. So just enjoy it while you can. Exactly. It's not gonna last. It's like, yeah. It's like okay, if Blockbuster was still open, that's like you get no rental fees. This is just a free. Idiots. Yeah. No appreciation. No appreciation. Has to respect the game. Like you, because there's this stigma that you're slutty. And yeah, I am. But you know yeah. what? <laughs> so funny. I used to work at Blockbuster. Yeah. Fucking back in the day. Dude, that would, that would make you probably the coolest dude. It was fucking awesome, man. I used to just get high and just rent movies to people, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. PS2 and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I used, to, I used to rent steel games and movies myself. Yeah. I fucking I once I once was working a shift. I remember I was so stoned. I was just bored because Blockbuster during the day sucks ass, dude. Yeah. I was like out of school. It was just I was like a supervisor at a Blockbuster, and uh, I was working alone one day, and I remember I was just like sitting at the till, just looking forward into the back of the store, just from the from the cashier booth, just just staring into space, you know, just sitting there, and um, some people walked in. And I didn't even say anything to them. I just kept staring straight. <laughs> and uh, it was two gypsies. Oh. And while I was staring straight, they were on the right side of me. On the right side were all the new Blu-rays and all the new movies that come out and stuff. And they were shoving all of them, all the brand new Blu-rays into their bags. Wow. And they took over like 200 brand new Blu-rays. And then they walked out, waved at me, and I waved back at them, and they left. And I had no idea. And I went home. <laughs> My shift ended. And then that night I got a call. From my manager. Yeah. Asked me if I was fucking retarded. And uh, <laughs> came in the next day. They showed me the video. Of you just, just sitting there. And these guys robbing me blindly. And me waving by at them. Okay, uh, give me like a... Like I had to go take here, that in. Where are they in relation? I'm sitting right here okay. in the middle of the store. Yeah. The store is a big rectangle. I'm in the middle of the rectangle. <laughs> to the right of me is... Like all the, the brand new Blu-rays. And you know how Blockbuster works. All along the walls were the new releases, right? Yep. And on the right side, in one of the aisles were all the new movies that just came out on Blu-ray. 
on the left side were all the video games and everything, and then in the middle were all the old movies. And these guys were all just, they were just shoving fucking Blu-rays, brand new packaged Blu-rays. At that point, they were like $90 a Blu-ray, you know, it was, just came out. It was and this was in the time where they had the actual discs yeah, yeah, yeah. thing yeah. right up in yeah, the yeah. And they were just shoving it all in. They took like, they got over $1,000, more than that, worth of product. They got so much product. And Did then, you get fired? No, I got in big trouble though. And I had to make, they, they, I got written up for it and they made me take the evidence to the police station. And I had to watch it with the cops. It was fucking embarrassing, you know? It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now. I don't give a fuck, right? How the fuck did you though, feel like, in fuck. that fuck. room? I was like, fuck, man. Were they making fun of you? They weren't making... The police? Yeah. I don't know, probably. Did at any point anyone ask you, like, are you involved in this? No. They, really? they were gypsies. They were clearly gypsies. Okay. You could really tell. That it was just like... Yeah. You could have caught them. And yeah. You, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck Blockbuster. And you were high. Yeah, I'm part of the reason that they're uh, probably out of, you know, bankrupt. That is hilarious. They lost a shitload of product. Well, I mean, first of all, shitty system on Blockbuster. Hey, let's put all the valuables right by the door. But it was the exit. They had to walk past around me to the entrance. Oh. That's what made it so bad. Okay. They walked right by me with their bags full and waved at me. I waved at them. Wow. Trying to be a good customer service guy. Yeah. It wasn't a good time. (laughs) But, like, it was okay. But when they closed down... They had like a clearance sale, and that was the time I fucking stole. Not really stole, but like I remember working one day. I worked alone, and uh, remember Rock Band? Yeah. If you buy the drum, the big kit it comes in a big box. Yeah. So uh, during the day while I was working alone, I opened up that big Rock Band box. Put a bunch of shit. I in. walked around the store, took whatever I want, like a two-year subscription Xbox Live controllers for my Xbox games. Brand new movies, everything I wanted, and yeah. I put it in the box and taped it back up. But you couldn't purchase anything unless another fucking employee rings it in, right? So I waited till the next guy came in, and I kept the the rock band thing behind the counter. And when he came in, I was like, "Hey, can you check me out for this?" Yeah. And it was on sale, clearance sale, so it was nineteen ninety nine from one hundred and nineteen ninety nine, hundred dollars oh off. God. And I got for nineteen ninety nine, I got like. $5,000 worth of product. Amazing. It was crazy. I went home. I was like, fucking, it was heavy as fuck. Dude, was sick. Blockbuster deserves Yeah, it was sick, shit. dude. And then I remember, like, as it was closing down the last couple days, they were just selling off every movie, right, for, like, yeah. two bucks or whatever. And they were all on old movies or whatever. And I just walked around. I was like, what I, do I want? Yeah, what do I want? What movies do I want? <laughs> I took home, like, 200 movies. It was awesome. That's the best. Yeah, dude. It was a good time. Netflix basically, I mean, if you think about it, Netflix basically did the same thing. Yeah, Netflix has basically everything I had yeah. in my closet. They're like, hey, Blockbuster, yeah. we're going to give this away. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck. Blockbuster had a chance to compete with Netflix. They could have bought it. They fucked up. They too. were offered, uh, hey, you guys want to buy us and be like legit? And they were like, no. They would have fucked it up, though. Yeah. Well, if they had control of it, yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been called like... Um, should have been called Blockbuster on Demand. Something like that. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, remember? Netflix came in and changed the game. But there was so much like emotional connection to Blockbuster. Yeah, man. There was something about going going there and yeah. your parents just taking you there. And, and shit, the blue you know? and the yellow. Yeah, man. It was and awesome. dudes like you just zoned out. Yeah, man. It was awesome. Blockbuster Literally. was sick, dude. And the they had the best snacks and shit. Overpriced know? candy. Yeah, man. 
Fuck. Very yeah. limited selection, but they knew what was up. Yeah, yeah. It was like they made you feel like you were going to the movies, but home. At home. Yeah. Dude, my favorite thing was to like get together with my cousins or friends and just rent a movie. Yes, dude. I remember uh, Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. I was like, I can't wait to rent this game and play this. (laughs) I remember just, like, I loved getting scared and shit, renting scary movies and just getting terrified as a kid. I remember getting together with all my cousins and renting The Ring. Oh, man. Yeah, and it was like maybe 10 of us boys, all like, you know, from 7 to 14 or whatever. I don't know how old we were. But uh, just fucking terrified, you know, waiting until everybody's gone to bed. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. We're all in the living room watching it terrified dude the so internet so wasn't uh as like informational that back yeah. then because like if someone said in your friend group that watching the ring would like fuck you up for life yeah right you believed <laughs> it for five years mm-hmm. you were like oh shit yeah man i can't watch that blair witch project and shit i remember the worst one was the exorcist i well, that was good my dad's like oh this is gonna scare you i'm like why yeah what who wants that? Did you, <laughs> you didn't watch it? I did, yeah. Did when you get that girl's Yeah, when that I had nightmares forever. That you're one of those guys that said who wants that? You wouldn't watch scary movies because you're like, who wants that? I mean I I oh I watched all of them, but yeah. I'm like, why like <laughs> why this am I putting myself to this? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. isn't something that I'm like, oh, I want to be uncomfortable. I have a cousin that won't watch scary movies because he's like, Yeah, why? I refuse. Why would I want to do that to myself? Yeah. Live a little guy. Yeah, I guess. You know, let your heart pump. Let you, yeah. You, know? you go roller coasters? I love roller coasters. I love them. Yeah, man. Interesting. I had it. Yeah. See, I don't do that no more. But the thing is, you have to do them sober. Sober? Because like, I, I remember trying it on when I was like drinking or even like smoking weed's the limit. Don't do mushrooms and go on roller coasters. Don't do acid. Because you're already flying. The fly water. Yeah, there's a ton of drugs already being like legitimately pumped into you. Be sober and let the adrenaline take over. It's fun. Yeah. Well, okay. So I did this one where uh, it's like a drop zone. You go up all the way, and the guy's like, okay, you're going to go up to the top, count to like five. And it ended up getting to like 35. And to the point where I was like, okay, when the fuck is going to happen? And it happened at a time where I was not expecting it, which was the whole time. And I just came out of that a different person. I was like, I can't. <laughs> they did it on purpose, right? They yeah. don't want you to know when it's going to happen. They ruined me. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Okay. I was like, I need to know when I'm being dropped. Just let me know. So There's I, no fun in that. I know, but, but I it's need also to shitty. prepare. Like I did a, I did a, in Edmonton, I went to the, the mall and they have a water park in the mall, right? And they had this. Uh, Naturally. It's the West End of the mall, biggest mall in Canada, right? And they have this, in the water park, they have this one slide where it's like a tube. You walk into the tube, the tube closes, and when you're standing in the tube, the floor just releases, and you fly you fly down, right? Uh, and that was probably the most, I dislocated my knee doing that shit. It was no. so terrifying. Like, it dislocated, but it popped back in. Jeez. Like, I was fine, but it fucking killed. How? You know? Because of the floor? So what happens is the floor just moves, okay? And the whole time before it goes, they tell you when you're standing, stand with your legs crossed and your arms crossed. So when you go down, you're going down like that. But And you're standing like that. But as soon as the floor moves, all your senses 
don't allow you to stay like that anymore. Everything, your hands free fall. Your hands go out, your legs go out. God. And then you're just screaming for your life, dude. And then somewhere along the way, it was the worst. I'll never do that right again. Yeah. Every like, single one of us that came out of that came out a little bit of hurt. You know? Yeah, you're There's like, nothing oh, fun God, about that. I didn't need that. Yeah, nobody need nobody needed that. It's just an unsafe ride. <laughs> you know? It's just an unsafe ride. It's not good. Yeah, I thought like <laughs> practicing the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. bobsled. Fuck off. And another thing that sucked ass so hard was that indoor surfing. I've never done did that. that. No. Where they have a little th- thing that's just shooting water up and you... Su- that's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. Could not stand. Hurt Could not knee? stand. Hurt my knee also on that. I feel like that would hurt my knee. It's so bad. And as soon as you fall, there's so much water pressure that just shoots at you. Because it's fast, Dude, right? Dude, it sucks ass. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would no, be well thought out. Nobody, like, yeah. need, nobody needs that shit, man. What are you training yeah. for? Just get out in the real. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. I don't. I also wouldn't fuck with like the... Um, it would be cool to jump in one of those tubes or the air and it makes you feel like you're falling from a helicopter. Oh, I would love to try that. But I'll just, Indoor skydiving. I'll just go and... I mean, I'm terrified of skydiving, but I would just rather just do it. Skydiving? Instead of the tube. I'd do both. Yeah. Yeah, man. A little practice indoor skydiving, and then you do the other one. I want one, no compare. practice. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see who the fuck I am. <laughs> By jumping I mean? out of a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do that jumping out of a plane with no parachute. Oh, God. Get somebody, <laughs> Then you'll find out who you are. Get a trainer to come grab yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, I think I would feel a bit more safe, to be honest. Or jump into a body of water or something. Oh, that would hurt. You would, you might break some bones. Land a pencil. Oh, yeah. Pencil it? I don't want to go too deep, though. That's your best chance. I or think a perfect dive. It would be I feel I would feel safer if somebody grabbed me. Like if I jumped out and a guy I had no parachute, but they're like, We'll get you, I'll feel safer. <clears throat> Cause if I had to rely on like my ability to pull the chute. <clears throat> Chances are you think they'll fucking They'll come get me. You ever did the bungee jumping at Wonderland? I've never been to Wonderland. You never been to Wonderland? No. So they have this bungee jumping thing. I used to work there as a kid. And when you work there, you get to do all the rides. For free. <laughs> you worked at all the cool. Bro, I did everything, bro. Yeah, man, I started working when I was fourteen years old. <laughs> I wanted a job, bro. Every one money. of the like hot spots, you're like, I also worked. I worked at Wonderland, and I used to I used to hustle there. But like, I used to sell toys for like fifty bucks, like the big, the big, big ones. prizes, milk can, fifty to hundred bucks for every toy. It was sick. But like, when you work there, you get to do every ride for free. Yeah. Before or after your shift, and you don't have to wait in the regular line. You go in a different line. Wow. Sick. So we got the bungee jump for free too, and um, I remember doing that. Me and two other employees, and they ask you right before you go up. They're like, "Which one of you is the strongest?" And then we all look at each other like, "Yo, I'm the strongest. I'm the strongest." But they're like, "Yo, just be honest. Which one's the strongest?" Because yeah. the strongest guy at the end, we're gonna throw you a rope for you to stop swinging, and he has to grab that to slow you down. And then we're like, "Okay, this guy's the strongest." And then at the end, it's terrifying. You do the bungee jump, and you're just swinging. They throw you the rope, and he has to grab the rope to stop us from fucking swinging. And you could literally, I could see him struggling to do it. I'm like, no. there's no way I would have been able to do it at that time. You know yeah. I mean? I was a fat little piece of shit. There's no way. And it relies on this guy? Yeah, well, no, they always ask, I guess, for, well, it'll stop, right? It helps slow you down. But you could just, I didn't expect it to be that. Okay, but you also worked at Cineplex. Yeah, I worked at Cineplex, too. What? Yeah, dude. Blockbuster. Wonderland, Cineplex, Galati Brothers. They just check your resume. They're like, you've been at you've been I worked at everywhere, bro. God I damn worked it, at CIBC. I worked at uh, I worked at Kumon. 
Kumon. Yeah, bro. I tutored math. My buddy did Kumon forever. Me too. Elementary school kid. Got me good at math. Yeah, it's then good. Then they offered me a job. Wow. Then I would make, uh, you know, 100 bucks a month. It was great. Kumon, dude. 100 bucks a month back then was money in the bank. What the fuck? That was like Bugatti money for God a kid. Damn. Yeah, man. I worked everywhere. I always wanted... I was, I've been hustling since I was a kid, bro. What's the best... Best job? Probably Cineplex. Yeah, it feels good. There's I had the most fun. There? Well, because I, I probably had the most power there. I was like a supervisor, a team leader. Yeah. And I got free movies. And it was the busiest theater in Canada, Cineplex, Queensway. Sick. So there was like 200 staff and all my friends from high school, we all got a job together. So we all worked together. And you're the boss. Me and another, but one of my buddies. That's hilarious. Leader. It was the best. It's such a good time, dude. What years were this? Because what movies were out and shit? Uh, what came out? A lot of things. Uh, Harold and Kumar. Uh, all the, most of the Harry Potters and shit. Wow, that's a good time um, for movies. What else? So you saw all that shit for free? Yeah, Tropic Thunder. I just uh, watched that the other day. That, that shit's so hilarious. Good. So good. <laughs> I just want to see him, uh, Robert Downey Jr. be yeah. white guy playing a black a guy. White guy playing a black guy. <laughs> so good. And then the other black characters upset about it. Yeah, <laughs> that was and, awesome. and then he makes him call himself. Basically, realizes that he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> that whole movie's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, that head's a prop, man. It's like, yeah, yeah. It just throws the guy's head away. Yeah. It's so fucked to think of like who Ben Stiller is. Because he writes all these like weird movies and, and does all these things. And you're like, who the fuck are you, dude? Good for him. What a weird guy, right? Yeah. He's probably a, a weirdo. There's like the Ben Stiller show. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. There's a lot of weirdos in Hollywood. Dude, I think Leonardo's everywhere. You I know. think Leonardo's low key. A fucking for super sure. Weirdo. How many comedians do you know, bro? They're all weird. If, if you're a comedian and you don't have a life outside of comedy, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You need to have a life outside of comedy. You could tell right away when somebody doesn't. Yeah. Right away. Bro. Because they ask a lot of... Um, I feel like I did this in the beginning of like bartending because you don't have... like I just moved to the city. You don't have any life. Mm. You ask a lot of questions when you don't like know much about stuff, really. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, sounds straightforward, but... For comedians, if they're literally not doing anything but just going out and doing comedy, all they do is like, hey, man, like, where do you get spots? Or like, hey, man, yeah, how like, do I do this? The point of having material is to live a life outside yeah, of yeah. comedy. That's what gives you material. That's why in the beginning you talk about sex. In the yeah, because like you're just, you're doing, before you start comedy, you have all these things because you've done all these weird little things that you think make you funny. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, I've talked about everything I've done. And I'm fucking 17 years old. Yeah. And this is all I know. You know, you have to have friends. That's why I think comedy should be start. You shouldn't start too early. I know it sucks to start too late, but you should start at a point where you have friends and you've lived a life outside of comedy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's different uh, from the times of like Eddie Murphy starting at 19 or like the Pete Davidson. Well, I started at 19 too, but like I have a lot, I have a lot of friends. I have friends that are like, funnier than me in my main circle of friends i'm not the funniest guy you know i have friends that are funnier than me and if i wasn't funny my friends wouldn't let me do stand-up yeah you know what i'm saying 100 percent. they'd be like you're embarrassing us bro stop yeah. that you know because it's like a honor yeah to be funny fuck among yeah. your buddies of is course like fuck yeah dude yeah yeah man but what i mean about the, it's different is like starting at 19 the idea like the way it was for eddie murphy 
like Pete, the Pete Davidsons, those are, that's, those are different situations. Like if you, if you really want to give yourself a shot, like would be cool if you, you're right. You should do shit. Fuck yeah. But they also have like a star system in America. Yeah. Where you can Canada, get into we have it. Nothing. You know? We have a bunch of people just. Yeah. There's no path to follow. There's no star posters. system. So you just got to build your own audience. Get good enough that fucking people want to come out to see you and come to your shows. It's kind of a cool time right now. Um, Cause like today I was just listening to a Bankus talking to Breslin and I was just like, Oh, that's cool. The fact that I was at work listening to a okay. guy I know yeah. talking to an owner of a club that I know, mm-hmm. like I don't know him personally. I, he doesn't know me, but like mm-hmm. I know him mm-hmm. and like, it's all in front of me, which was really cool. I feel like we have never had that. Like, We've never had podcasts I can listen to your podcast or like people can listen to this and actually know you. Yeah. Where it's it's a yeah, cool it's, it's different, bro. People like people listen to my podcast, which is crazy to, to me to even think about, like, you know? People just listening to my shit, yeah. you know? But like I hear it all the time. They'll tell me random shit about me and Paul or a story that I said. I'm like, I don't even remember saying that. You know me. You know stories about me that I don't even remember. You know, that, that you remember it in the moment or whatever, yeah. right? You're like, fuck, people know you more than you even know yourself sometimes. Well, because then they, like a large, uh, yeah, I mean, I've worked in restaurants for a long time. Like a large part of um, interacting with people is they log, we log these stories about each other. Yeah. Like that's why in the beginning of stand-up, maybe a, two years ago, when I first got into it, the whole thing about the corner was that there's like this certain type of comic that does the corner. And then you got to like naturalize yourself to shit. You go in there. It's not as scary. You're like, these are just people. Mm-hmm. Everybody inflates stuff. Yeah. People, I don't know what the perception of the corner is. That's my home club. I'm there all the time. So I don't know what it is in the open mic scene or what people think about it. I don't think it has one as much anymore. As what? I don't think it has one as much anymore. Like a negative perception? A per- or, yeah. or perception at all? I think a perception at all. Now mm. I think it's seen as a place to like just you can work if you work hard and like try to get in there. Yeah. Whereas before it was like you got to be a Kyle Lucy or like a aggressive. Not that Kyle's aggressive, yeah. which he can be. But I'm saying... There, it's too much sometimes. No, there's, a, yeah. there's a type of style, right? Because yeah. the thing really is a lack of information. The less you know, the more you think that one area is like something. You're like, oh, get it in restaurants all the time. Somebody will come in. I won't like you right off the top. If you like want to switch tables, I already hate you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Jokingly, but you get that in your real life. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a little give and take. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's fucking... I don't know. It's a trip. I see it from the other side. I've been, Joe's my boy, so I've been in with the corner from the beginning, right? Yeah. And, uh, I do it all the time, so I don't know. I, from what I heard at one point, yeah, it's just, it had a negative perception because people thought it was just, but they don't know. You're right. They don't know. I they firmly don't. believe that it was based on being afraid to go there, mm-hmm. like straight up. Like, think about it. There was the danger room and then there was like uh the do or die open mic mm-hmm. you know what i mean all these like uh and then you look at the comics that are there like jj ryan long like the type of comics that you saw because when i first started 
JJ and Ryan were at the open mics. Mm. Like they were doing material that then I later saw on Ryan's album. Yeah. And like that was shit. Like I reflected on that after and I was like, fuck, I wish I was, I knew more shit then because mm. I could have learned more. I have to like put it together thinking about yeah. how, because I appreciated that somebody, like he's in New York, right? And it's like, oh, he was doing the same stuff. So like, there is a thing you can like create stuff from doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. seeing somebody do that. Absolutely, yeah. And then I think it's just a fear because you're like, oh, fucking, for example, Ryan Long, leather bound, tattooed, good looking dude. He's like, oh, this is a corner comic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who relates to that? The Johnstones, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But I don't think it has that anymore because there's so many different shows. Like there's Ernie's far East show. Mm-hmm. There's your show. There's the Monday show, dirty Wednesdays. Now it's just Dan Guyry on Sundays, corner best. Yeah. Sundays are really good. Now that's not danger room anymore. Sundays in the city are just sick. Yeah. yeah fuck man. Comedy's good. I like it. Vapor. Uh, vapor's okay. Vapor's a weird place, but for right now it's a little home for me. Yeah. It's good, man. I, I, that's, Straight up, that's where I started when I first started. Yeah? I've been there in 10 years. You know? Vape on the Lake and... Dude, those are, those are the Rita days. Yeah, bro. Me and Rita came up together, man. I used to do his show all the time. Oh. Bro, I used to do Vapor Central. I was there three times a week because there was every show. Between Hunter Hunter Collins had a show there. Uh, Brian O'Gorman did a show there. Between him, between Brian, Hunter, and Reitz, I was there three days a week. You know? Yeah. And then on Mondays, I was at Paul's show at Vape on the Lake. The Weed Rooms brought us up, bro. That's where I learned. That's where I got my chops, man. The weed rooms make you strong. Yeah. Do those for sure. Learning how to tell jokes and no one laughs, but they're smiling at you. So they're laughing, but not out loud. Helps you deal with silence better. Makes you stronger comment. If you can crush in a weed room, you that set would crush in a room where people are drinking. They, um, they also like, as, as tough as they can be a vapor, they love crowd work, mm-hmm. but they also like respect that you try to do your material if they've seen you a bunch of times yeah. uh because i fortunately get to do that place enough that's good man and they're like yeah no that was cool they're like oh you added this part yeah, to yeah. It. i'm like oh people just think you're dead dude yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> people think you're sitting there and you're yeah. dead but you're not they you're, care you're that's like good, this man. little comedic fucking trust me that shit gives you chops yeah it's cool because the first uh, one of the first comedic experiences I ever had was I came down. I'm from Sault Ste. Marie, so I wasn't born in Toronto. The Sioux. You know the Sioux? Well, I know of it. Yeah. I've been there a few times for some shows. Chris Bonaparte does some stuff up there. there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've lived there for like 20 years, basically. Jesus, what was that like? Crazy. Small town living? It well, I mean, it felt small town because I didn't know any better. But then you come here and you find out that some people are from places where there's Even like smaller. five people and they're yeah. related to all of them. Still, still small town. But it's felt small. There's a lot of drugs because it's on the border of yeah. it borders itself basically. Sault Ste. Marie borders Sault Ste. Marie, and um, one of the first things is these two dudes. I was chilling with these two dudes that would sell me fake transit passes. These two brown dudes at George Brown. Yeah. And we would yeah. just chill and smoke weed and they give me fake tokens and we joke around and shit. And they're like, yo, let's go to this vapor room. You could smoke weed in there. And uh, they're like, it's an open mic. I would always talked about being a comedian. This and is in Sault Ste. in Toronto. This is in Toronto. And they're like, yo, this guy hosts it or whatever. It's a good time. Like you can smoke, you can get a volcano vaporizer there. It's like sick. 
It's like, okay, we'll go. So I go and read his hosting and I go up to him. I was like, Hey, can I get on the open mic? And it's like packed. I had no conception of even the reality of what was going on. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, like how many times have you been on stage? It's like none. And he goes, well, it's not really an open mic. I know like I just posted on there, but it's, uh, it's kind of like a book show. Like next time, let me know. And then I never went back cause I was so terrified. But the first thing Rita said to me was, Hey, I know you. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I, I know you. Right. I was like, no. You don't, but I took that as like, uh, yeah. you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, man. That's yeah. good. And how'd it go? I didn't go get up. No, you never went again? No, no, no. I never went again until I then started doing comedy and then re-met Rita. And then he, uh, actually I have a weird lineage in comedy. So I was working at Spin Toronto. You know what it is? That restaurant? Yeah. It's like a restaurant. Uh, Desserts place? Ping pong bar. Oh, Spin. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm kind of like a... I don't want to say asshole bartender because I'm not an asshole, but like I joke around. Like this lady came into my restaurant today. She's like, there's no one here. I'm like, I'm standing right here. What are you talking about? There's nobody here. Because they like to, people like to make little jokes. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't need to make a reservation. I was like, no, make a reservation. Yeah. Make us feel like we're doing shit. So I was working at Spin and Trix comes and he's just like standing at the bar and I'm like roasting these people. Yeah. And he's like, hey man, you're funny. You should be a comedian. And he gives me his card. And then years later, I tried to do stand-up, and I found that card, and I called him. And I was like, hey, I do stand-up now. And then, obviously, later, I found out all that weird... <laughs> what happened? What did he ask you? Well, he never asked me nothing. He, we just talked about stand-up. Yeah. And I was very, very new, so I was asking him kind of like... You know how sometimes you'll ask somebody a question so they know that you're on the right path sometimes yeah. like you want to be respectful you like respect their status and yeah. this was before i knew anything about anything about it so um yeah he's i to me to this day he's never brought up any of that weird shit he never asked you to do anything nothing yeah. but he's never also offered me anything do you know what i mean yeah because anything i ever know about it is like hey want to be on television yeah Man, if you had started earlier, maybe it could have been you. Yeah, maybe I'm. Maybe uh, you're for, could have been for a little. Maybe I'm just like uh, like an outdated. You know, maybe I'm past my prime. <laughs> for what is being sought after? Uh, that's so funny. I know that is a crazy thing. There's a lot of shit like that in this community. Yeah, man, a lot of fucked, fucked up shit. Like that guy, uh, the playground, the guy who used to run it, and he had like that child porn or whatever. Oh, fucking Kai Fox! Isn't that nuts? I know. And then the shanty stuff. I know. She's disgusting, too. It's crazy. It's fucked, man. That's why I just keep your head down and be funny. I feel like sometimes people forget what real life is. You know what I mean? You, you do, like, one or two, like, house of card moves. And then you're like, oh, shit. I'm in. I, <laughs> I'm now this. I'm like a kingpin. I, yeah. I have power. <laughs> it's fucked, man. <laughs> okay, so for a little context... There's a lot of really weird, fucked up things that happen in the community, the stand-up community. I you know what's sad? You can't just fucking type in Shanti Maraska. Shanti Maraska. And like is a, a, an article's not going to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a woman who turned... Into a man. She transitioned to a man. Yeah. And then she sexually assaulted some women. And well, she sexually assaulted some women, I believe, and uh, I could be wrong on this, as a woman and... And as a man. And as a man. 
which is like, what a woman thing to do, become a man and sexually assault a woman and get men in trouble. That's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, be in trouble only as a man. Exactly, That's right? funny. That's fucking... And, and obviously, they're white. And they're white. Yeah. I always find that with... Um, and see, here's the thing. You get people that make really, like, starch arguments where they use aggressive language. And then there's, like, this, like, PC culture that's like, well, he said retarded. Yeah. You, can't, you can't be smart. But it's like, ah... You guys don't know. Yeah. No. You could have somebody right near your thing that you don't even like. It's crazy, dude. The thing, things that people are getting away with. Like, she got everything. Well, Shanty won Sirius XM, top comic, was a, was the, like, chairman of a group that was doing a lot for trans and gay comics. Mm-hmm. She got all the JFL shit. Yeah, NFL, Australia, Sydney, and all that shit too. She was basically, or he, or they. I'm not sure which really, but man, they had a free ride, bro. Yeah, they fucked it up. Have you heard about anything from them? No. Well, well I all I know up until this point was Ryan put the nail in the coffin, and then it took off from there. Ryan. Ryan from Yucks on that post, like it all oh, yeah. it all started with that. So there was a Louis C.K. and Mark Breslin picture posted on the group. 300 people commented. A couple rocks and some glass houses. Shanty was dethroned. She said something first. Yeah, well, she, well they criticized uh, the whole, basically yucks as a whole and the whole system of like, oh, they go out in there and their way uh, uh, and try to book these people, these gross misogynists or whatever kind of thing. And I mean... First of all, I was at one of the Louis shows. There weren't just men there. Yeah, I went to one of the Louis shows. There was tons of girls there. Yeah. Whether they were just with their... They I'm, see what they want to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you can make the argument. It's like, well, they weren't there for Louis. It's like, I mean, they didn't have to be there. Yeah. So they went. It's just... I... I mean, because we're not these type of people, we're like, I can fucking straight up lie to you and live and just be like, oh, yeah, my name's Greg. Right? yeah. How does it not occur to you that, you know, maybe you've gone so far into it where you're criticizing things that you've actually done? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, this person abused their power. And then literally somebody says a sentence that's like, you do the same thing. And then one person jumps in and is like, yeah, this happened to me from them. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into trouble. I don't know what. Trying to figure out the right words to say. I know, you know? I know what you mean. Um, I'm in the same uh, methodology of my thinking. You just, Not even trouble, just sensitivity to the language. You go down this path, exactly what you're saying. You go down this path, you start... You believe something so hard that you think it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? You believe that you're the victim. Because I'm curious... What, what What is more curious to me is... Especially in comedy. You, you meet a lot of people that are like, No, no, I'm, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Or like no, like this is I'm meant to be here. There's some thing with people like, uh, yeah, you, you're not able to tell yourself that okay, I need to improve this. Or, no, I'm not. Like for some people, there's a lot of conversation to hear it. Yeah, hearing you suck. Ran into Hisham yesterday at uh, on the street, and we we're at Joke Marmalade, and Cameron was just like, oh, if you were here, it would be so much more like. 
shit talk like shit talking and to the point of the jokes because it's gotten a little soft like people are like hey well maybe instead of like um saying it like this you might want to try to say it so that like i feel safer <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like i'm not trying to make you feel unsafe i'm trying to make you think exactly yeah that's what joke marmalade is you guys just help each other yeah it's like you do like three or four minutes and then people will tag your stuff and sometimes you get good stuff. Like I would say one out of every five marmalades, you're like, okay, I could use that. Mm-hmm. Especially if like Che, cause Che goes and Cameron goes and they'll give you tags and it's like, okay, this is really good. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like literally people just kind of stepping on the idea. I feel like because of the PC culture, it's hard for somebody, especially in comedy to give criticism that isn't just tearing apart the language. Yeah. Cause they don't they don't see the funny like when I watch they're trying to make it safe trying to make it safe because I've watched women that are non-binary and I don't even know that I'm using that correctly but I think that's what they've stated and the jokes that they make I feel the same when I started would make jokes about women mm-hmm. and I'm like oh you don't know this this feels wrong coming from me yeah. and it used to feel wrong coming from me because it's like. Yeah, sure. In your daily life, you could shoot the shit. But when you're on stage, people want to hear what things are believable yeah. from you, you know? I think I just, at the end of the day, funny's funny. And I hope that prevails. And all the shit that we're going through will cease to exist. Like the policing of language? Everything. Yeah. <coughs> and just the funny will be left, you know? I think there's gonna going to be like a like a pop moment. Where, where you'll have like, they'll champion someone. They'll be like, well, this is better than Chappelle. And then they're, and then you'll be like, well, it's, I mean. Well, they, didn't they do that with like Hannah Gatsby or whatever? They tried to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chappelle's the man. Beyond. Chappelle's king. Beyond. He, he He's so good. He repeats like, for what it's worth, has a lot of the same ideas. He, he says he doesn't believe uh, Michael Jackson did it back then. He's like, every time some crazy thing happens, they call up Michael Jackson. They're like, we're going to need you to jerk off another kid. Yeah. Like, that's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at the, f- like. Yeah, I, you're laughing at the, the funniness the of it. Not yeah, the yeah. fucking. I'm not laughing at the victimization yeah, of, an, of a child in that moment. It's hilarious. Yeah, Come on. it's hilarious. Yeah. You're just saying it because it's fucking ridiculous. That's the beauty of ridiculous. Okay, Carlin always, um, Carlin always said this. If you do material on like a Friday or Saturday and it doesn't work one of the other nights, it's, it's the audience's fault. Yeah. If you know the shit works. Yeah. And it's like, yes. To a degree, you understand. Like, yeah, hey, sometimes you just get a stale audience. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Because sometimes people just get turned off. Yeah, man. And it has nothing to do with you. It happens at the corner sometimes. Every show's sold out. But the 9 o'clock... It's weird. No yeah. one's drinking. It was just the vibe was off. It's tight. You know? Yeah. What are some of your favorite moments at the corner? Because, I mean, you've seen that place from its inception, right? That's awesome. I don't know if I have any specific memories that are great. A lot of danger room shit was fun. The danger room was a room that audience could heckle. The audience the... could heckle, and there's a mic for the comics to heckle. Yeah. It was fun. Seen a lot of cool shit happen. Being a lot of people get called losers by the audience. That's just 
a genu- being called a loser genuinely is one of the funniest things in the world. Just seeing it, especially when you just watch it from a distance, someone calls yeah, somebody else just a loser. It's the funniest thing ever. To be called a loser is like, I don't care what anyone says, it's so, like, naturally, not to be ironic. When yeah, you're just like, you're just like you're fucking, a fucking loser. loser. That's hilarious. I feel that way about anybody using a word like like it's legitimately. Like, you're fucking nothing. Like, when somebody yeah. really means you're like, yeah. oh, wow, you mean that. Yeah, yeah it's oh. so good. I love that shit. I love that shit. Yeah. Like, you're a... F- my mom... Okay. I love my mom, but my mom just will jump to fucking cocksucker. Like, that's her... Cocksucker. Fu- that's her fucking pop. <laughs> like, one time... What's your background? I'm Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob loves to say cocks. You're like, I don't know. What you know how like they used to have those milk cartons, you buy the bags and you put them in the thing? Yeah, yeah. One time, like it was stuck suction. I couldn't pull it out. So my dad and I, like literally like scientists, were like trying to fucking rip this bag out of the And my mom is like on the couch, like doing something on an iPad. And she's like, flip it over, you cocksuckers. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> that is such a yeah, did it work? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Like instantly. Yeah. And I'm so thinking like you're just watching us struggle. Trying to like figure fucking cocksuckers. Fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> that's so funny. And she's probably the only one in the house that sucked the cock. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <that's> true. <laughs> I mean true. Uh, Gotta get here somehow. That's yeah, not how fuck. you get here. <laughs> it's a part of it. Yeah. I mean one can assume. Yeah. I mean, you hope. Yeah. <laughs> For your dad. Who knows? Hope you had fun, dad. Yeah. yeah. Hope it was a good time. <laughs> well, that, that's fucking pod, buddy. Yeah, fuck. All right. Thanks for having me, man. We got it. Uh, Appreciate it. Four minutes here. Fuck yeah. Cruising. Nice, man. Is there anything? Okay, this comes out uh, next week. Is there anything you need? You want to? Uh, check out the High on Trees podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen to it. Um, you were in Mexico a little while ago for that. It was in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. That's crazy that it has like such a. That's nuts. Yeah, buddy. People are listening. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to think people listen to podcasts. I honestly, man, I think it's the coolest thing that it's a weekly thing that people buy tickets for. Like, yeah. I wonder how many shows are like that. That's why we only record the audio. If you want to see it, you have to come. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it is cool. Like. uh I, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I wonder how many shows actually are like that. Because we do the comedy show before the podcast at 8 o'clock, and the podcast sells out more yeah. than the show. There's always more people at the podcast than the show. Uh, is that just for because like you just do the show, the podcast? Or? Yeah, we just do the show first, Yeah, just to and we up. host it together, and we just warm up for the podcast. Yeah. And we do the podcast. It's fun. That's people dope. love it. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Fuck yeah. Well, thank you for coming, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. This shit's been fun. I always say this, but subscribe. And if you don't, I got to keep doing it. So Yeah, fuck it. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry.